Ah, uh, what is up, good people of Earth? How are things going? It is another Thursday, therefore it is another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox here, only on New Regal Radio. I want to introduce you all to the new backdrop. Yes, new backdrop. I have ditched the shiny vinyl for uh, some fabric backing drapes that if you look uh, here, I feel like a weatherman. If you look here, we have a storm front. We have uh, a lot of wrinkles in here. And I should have thought of that beforehand, but that really speaks to the kind of week I've been having because this shit right here, like this is, this is about as professional as it gets here on the box. And this is mad. I'll see what I can do about the wrinkles by next week, but for right now, I feel it actually makes things look a little better. It's not as distracty. Uh, it's not as bright, but I don't know. I might have to put in like a box like up here that just says the Hard Rock Lunch Box the whole time, the whole episode. Maybe I'll do that. It'll look like, uh, I don't know, like news. Like in today's story, we have this man. Like, But in reality, in today's story, we have this man, which is unfortunate by the way like i i know i've said it i've, I've referenced it a couple of times because I, I don't know where everybody's at in the uh i want to say the post-covid world but it's definitely like not just the post-covid world right because people have been experiencing this forever but like man i am just sometimes just shocked by my appearance and not ever in a good way i'm never like oh god damn man. i'm always like god damn <laughs> That is a completely different reaction, but man, I I turn <laughs> I have a laptop right in front of me. This thing right here, actually. There's a there's a scratch on my screen. It's it's really weird. It's it's super bothering. Like you ever see those photos of like UFOs where it's like just this black line, like in the thing. Like that's what I got. And I'm not th- I'm not saying there's a UFO on my laptop screen because that would be crazy. But also like. I don't know how I did it. I mean, this is my portable, like it's a laptop, like great, they're all portable, but this is the one I actually use. Like I take to the studio and I'll record there. It's also the one I'll use in different places in my house whenever I'm doing any voiceover stuff. Um, so it, it's the one that gets the, the worst treatment, I guess, but it gets, you know, anyway, I don't know where the scratch came from, but I was like touching it because that's, you know, what you do. And it's like, Oh no, that's on there. It's like literally dead pixels. So, um, Sorry, laptop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I have a camera here. I have the laptop here and the camera, the Logi. The Logitech system sits on top and I just <laughs> I just turned it on and like what happens is basically like the program comes up and then poof, it's like looking right at you. But man, it gave me like, okay, I don't know that I do this. I, maybe I've done this, but I, I know people that do this when you like you're gonna get dressed and you're gonna go out for something and it's like you stand in front of the mirror and you're like oh no 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 no, not that because it's not gonna work or whatever like that's literally what i did but like with my face and the rest of my head and uh i i don't know how to change that before (laughs) we're going on the box i gotta tell you it is so like i'm glad i can still laugh about it but man it takes so much out of me personally, and I think probably other people, just it is just so exhausting trying to fix yourself all the time, and then just realizing like how it's just not getting any better. You know, like I'm not, I'm not aging into something like I can't wait. You know, it's not like a 12 year old like don't worry, you're gonna grow. You know, you'll get taller, and 
I'm over that hump. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not like 10 more years, man. It's going to get pretty good. Like, that's... That's not it. I'm definitely... I don't feel like I'm going down the other side of the mountain, but what I'm, what I'm saying is I might be at the top of the mesa. Like, <laughs> like and that just wallowing around in this mess but like i know that covid like really messed everybody up and and not covid specific although covid specifically has definitely messed people up but just the era of um you know i want to say like laziness but that's not quite right it's like the inability to actually act and be normal in society and do normal things like i just i have not been able to recover from that and, and a lot whenever i speak to people like i i don't like, I'll say it here, like, in public, but I don't speak to a lot of people about it directly because, honestly, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. Humiliating. And I'm shamed and all that other stuff for just, like, how I am and how I've, you know, basically all I've become. Like, uh, I should have listened to that song more. Uh, but it's just, you know, it it just sucks. But anyway, that was my, that was my existence about two minutes before the show started, so... It is another Hard Rock Lunchbox. It's another Thursday. We're in year nine of this stupid show, which is definitely hitting me in different ways. I still have not put together an anniversary show, which means I probably won't. Uh, So I'll probably just do something around Thanksgiving, like always, like thankful for ever. And then the New Year's will be uh, something. I don't know. I don't care. I mean, does anybody really care? No, it's just going to be the same thing. Nobody likes the countdown shows anyway, but nobody really likes the other shows. So does, I don't know that they don't like the countdown shows more than any other show, but like, I guess as a, I guess the shows go, the regular show is probably better. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know. I do have some stuff to talk about, uh, but it's time to get to housekeeping. It's everybody's least favorite part of the show. So there is a brand new top twenty out. Uh, it is the one where I do disgusting things, basically to the microphone, and no, it's not what you think. It's just basically close-ups of me and me talking like this into the microphone, which, unless you're, what is that, ASMR? I forget exactly what it stands for, but unless you're into that sort of thing. I mean, I could chew potato chips on, actually, I can't chew potato chips, but I can't, I can't even say potato chips. <laughs> I can't chew potato chips, and I can't say potato chips, potato chips, potato chips, potato chips. At least it's not platypus. I can say platypus all day, but Sorry. Uh, I can't have potato chips. Uh, apparently, I have some sort of now new systemic problem with sunflower oil and safflower oil because why not? <laughs> apparently, it is the hottest ticket in town to be something that DJ has a problem with. And yes, I am speaking about myself in third person because it's cool to do that, right, Jimmy? It's always a no. Yeah, I didn't... still not tired of that drop. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I thought the sound was off for what it's worth. I don't think it's off anymore, so I guess that's good. It's always a no! Yeah. <laughs> um, but the top 20 is out. It's funny, uh, the last top 20 had like 30-something views, so I don't know if I just hit an algorithm or if I was making a good point. I did hear from a friend of mine that I usually argue politics with on uh, Facebook, and he did sort of say... But he didn't sort of. He said, you know, he saw the show and you know, basically said, you know, you made a good point and stuff. Like, And I appreciate that. I always appreciate that feedback from anyone and everyone willing to give it because I am a bottomless void of neediness. In term- no, it's not true. I don't really. 
I don't really need that. It's not, it, but it is nice to hear, and I do recognize uh, that it's important, especially when people that kind of cross the aisle be like, "Hey, I understand that point." I had said, a friend of mine, a long time ago, I was talking about how horrible it was that people were giving uh, shit to people that were still wearing masks, like protecting one's own health, like it literally. Like what you could and should do for yourself, and he was like, "You make a good point, and I'm never going to do that again." And I was like, "Awesome," because that really is like if I make a point and actually change somebody's behavior because I have presented evidence. Not only is that very hard to do and very, you know, rare. It's just it's important, especially if I think, especially if we collectively think it makes you know the world kind of a better place. Because I will tell you, the world is getting way worse and uh you know we can get into that in a few minutes but um yeah good upstanding citizens uh, blah 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 cool names yeah racism dangers of frack you know your standard show right that's that's what we do here it's kind of whatever's going on whatever i've uh been uh misfortunate enough to see in the morning before we get here will then become uh your problem and that's how we do things here uh, also i'm getting blown off apparently by the people that did our uh, lyric video, so I'm gonna have to really kind of step it up and try and reach them. I don't know what. I don't know. I, I I mean, it's not uncommon, especially in the post COVID world, to like not get stuff done because people aren't doing their lift, like their share. Like it, it's it's one thing to be like, okay, I order this, but we have supply chain. First of all, knock it off with the supply chain issues. What you have is a labor problem because you don't want to pay anyway. Um. But it's completely another thing to just, like, just drop off the map because, you know, you don't drop off the radar because you just don't want to do the work. And I'm finding that a lot. I've talked a bunch about that, about, like, the millennials and the 20-somethings. Like, they just don't want to work. It's like, yeah, no shit there, Junior. Nobody really wants to work. We all want to just be famous and be influencers. And, yes, some of you are actually able to become, you know, famous and influencers. I do want to kind of let you know, though, that as soon as your looks go, a lot of that goes away. And I'm not trying to supermodel bash anybody. I'm just telling you kind of how it works. So just be prepared for that downfall because it's coming. I know I was prepared. And I found out that I was not even remotely prepared <laughs> for the downfall that I've been going through the past couple of years. But, oh, well. Um, Bacon is my podcast. There's a full interview with Jeremy and the Harlequins. At least I know who they are. So that's cool. So be sure and check that out. It's on StrangerHood TV as is all BIMP sort of stuff, and of course the uh, Top 20 is always on Stranger TV every Thursday morning, and uh, yeah, slow news day here at the box, right? Alright, so just briefly just because it's important, uh, anybody sort of following political stuff out of Florida um, well actually first uh, in political news, I just want to congratulate I don't remember her name, but uh, a native uh, a Native Alaskan uh, was the first Native Alaskan ever elected to Congress last night because she beat Sarah Palin. That is good news. And I'm not just saying just because somebody's a Native Alaskan makes them better. I'm saying that just because it's not Sarah Palin makes it better. So that's great. So Sarah Palin won't be in Congress, at least not now, which is thank God or whoever. Whoever, whatever deity you believe in. Like that's That's really good news. Uh, but in terms of what's going on in Florida, I just want to say really quickly, just I, I try not to like raise the alarm all that often, but I will say what's going on right now with the seizure of documents from Mar-a-Lago is baffling to me. And I am not a legal analyst. I am not a legal scholar. I do know enough about like Supreme Court stuff, and I talk 
probably ad nauseum about that kind of stuff. And I, much to the dismay of my listening audience, um, but I do know enough basic law to be able to read laws and understand how they get applied. And I have been saying for months that I don't think anything is going to happen to the former president, mainly because he's the former president. And there's a lot of leeway given. In fact, if you read, what is it, Bagman? Rachel Maddow's book, our expose of like what was going on during the Nixon administration, specifically I think Spiro Agnew, and just about how illegal and corrupt everything was, and the, the take at the Justice Department is like, we don't really have the authority to kind of go after one of the branches of government like that. We just, it's not how it works. And, you know, people talk about the founding fathers and stuff like that. Like the people that were the founding fathers, I mean, yeah, they were corrupt in their own way, but they believed in this country and most of them had fought for it. And that's not exactly who we've got uh, running things now. And so that's, I think it was like beyond expectation that the president would be a crook. I mean, they, they do have ways to impeach, but those were for like, you know, what was it? High crimes and misdemeanors and stuff like that. That's not like, like, not shakedown money. You know what I mean? You're not expecting the vice president of the United States to be like a con artist, like in taking bribes. Like, you're supposed to be like the nobility of the office and that kind of stuff. So that happened back then. And so I just, I just don't think that they're ever going to do anything with Trump. But what's happening right now is that his Trump's legal defense team is throwing up arguments about basically about what happened with the search and seizure and the documents that they found but the the arguments they're putting up aren't in his favor and i don't i don't quite understand that like the the national um like the whole national security administration like the nsa and stuff like that like there are some documents that like even if they aren't classified you aren't allowed to have them in a non-government facility like you just you're not like you know like some books you're just not allowed to take out of the library it's like that and even their claims are like well yes we had these documents but they're not you know they're not super classified and and then and the government's going like it doesn't matter man <laughs> like, like you're not allowed to have any of those documents and i i don't know why they're making these arguments it's be it's beyond bananas and you know, I, I just didn't think that anything was going to come of, like, well, he's gotten these documents and he's not supposed to have those. And even the espionage thing is, like, would be almost impossible to prove because, like, as a former head of state, he's going to talk to other head of states. And, like, yep, he's got secure information. I mean, I know that the intelligence agency is definitely checking out to see if they've outed anybody uh, with that. But, like, how big of a deal is that? I mean... Dick Cheney did that to Valerie Plame, like, and they proved it. Like, he outed a CIA agent because he didn't like her husband. Like, that happened when he was in office. So, nothing ever went down with that. I mean, yeah, people were like, I'm mad, but it never actually did anything. So, I don't think that's going to happen. But this obstruction thing is becoming more and more and more apparent because they keep kind of admitting to it. So, I still don't think anything is going to go down at the end of the day, but like for those of you that are like kind of watching the news and like kind of want to know maybe what to focus on, keep an eye on this obstruction thing because that's bad. Like obstruction of justice of federal in, uh, of a federal investigation, like that's a felony. Like, and as much as I want the dude to have a felony on his record so that he can't run anymore, and maybe we can end some of this nonsense, and he can just be annoying off in the distance. Like, I. I, I would have bet against it, but man, keep stepping in it. Like, I, 
Like, you're basically saying, like, yes, I obstructed, but also I'm allowed to do it because I'm me. Like, that's... Have you ever tried that defense with a police officer? Like, yes, I was speeding, but I'm allowed to speed because I'm speeding. You know what he's going to do? Cop's going to look right in your face and be like, It's always a no! You're goddamn right, it's always a no. Anyway, that's enough about political. So... What I want to talk about today, besides my incredibly itchy nose, is, um, so I had a funny thing happen uh, last week. Funny to me. Might not be funny to you, but I guess we'll find out in a minute. Think it'll be funny? It's always a no! Yeah, probably. So anyway, they don't usually drop names of people uh, that I work with because it's their privacy, but in this particular case, it's really important. So I was working on a tech project with a very, very important person at a very, very large company. Um, And this woman was... She wasn't my counterpart. She was basically my boss's counterpart. And... um, But but was working with me directly because I... Because it was a tech thing. Like, there's no point for my boss to get involved other than, do you got this? Because my boss is very hands-off like that. And we've worked together for, you know, almost two decades, so it's fine. Um, so I was handling it. But the woman's name was Sarita. S-A-R-A-T-I. And I'm dealing in full tech. And I just figured a name like that was probably Indian or Pakistani. Like, And it wasn't like... You know, uh, it was a very nondescript last name. It wasn't like Gupta or something like that, but it was like it could have been. Like it, it really could have been. And so weeks, weeks I've been working with this woman, and I, you know, I, I don't know if everybody does this, but I guess I, f- I form some sort of mental image like of who I'm talking to and who I'm dealing with, and that's, I don't know, it's it's not really a coping mechanism. I think it just pops. I mean, I'm not like, oh well, this probably looks like Grimace from McDonald's, but like you know, some sort of image like. Um, I, and I get it wrong all the time. Like I was dealing with somebody named Kai not too long ago, and my only instance of Kai is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But this Kai was a dude, and I honestly thought Kai was a woman for years. And then I actually he had a little avatar, and I was like, oh, Mr. Kai. All right, cool. Little turtles reference for anyone that's listening. My buddy Mikey would probably get that one. Um, Kai worked for Shredder really need to know it all but anyway so i finally have a zoom meeting because we're at a point where um uh, sarita is going to bring on the shipping manager and just wants to go over kind of the sop of what we're going to do the tech has basically been roughed out but like now it's going to be like how are we going to use this so we have this meeting and on the screen uh, just above the name sarita is a an incredibly white Middle America, I think, woman, possibly Oregon, possibly, or I'm not making any judgments that way. But I literally thought for a second, I was like, that's, that's not Sarita. <laughs> and I, it's so not a big deal, and it didn't change anything for me. I mean, it did kind of remind me of like the Tom Segura thing, because like when I'm, when I'm dealing like in tech, like I tend to deal with a lot of Asians and a lot of uh, Indians and Pakistanis. It just, it just is, right? Security tends to be a little whiter. Uh, and this is ex- experiential. I'm not stereotyping or racing. Just experiential and anecdotally tech. Uh, security seems to be a little bit wider, uh, but actual down t- down to like actual tech tends to be uh, Asian or kind of like the subcontinent and stuff like that. So 
So it didn't change anything. But I was thinking about this, and actually, after the meeting was done, I went upstairs and I was talking to Charlotte, and I, was, I, I told her this exact situation. And I ended it with, you know, I know you're not supposed to like judge a book by its cover, but I truly believe that you should be able to judge uh, a book by its title. <laughs> and I decided that I guess I was doing exactly that, you know. And I thought about it like kind of like Tale of Two Cities. Okay, all right, gives me a thing. Fifty Shades of Grey. Not quite sure what that is. Moby Dick. Could be almost anything. Could be almost anything. So maybe you can't judge a book by its title. But I thought it was funny. And I will tell you, honestly, right here on the box, I'll admit to you. Hi, my name is DJ. And I will be judging books by their title probably for the rest of ever. So <laughs> it's about as good as it's going to get. <laughs> I thought it was a funny story. I do have more to that story, but honestly, we're 20 minutes in. And isn't everybody just sick of me talking yet? I mean, like I am. <laughs> Jimmy? It's a no. That's my dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, as I said, uh, this week I spent a lot of time basically just falling apart, falling into a much deeper chasm than I was the week before, which if you had asked me at that point, I would have said... I don't think that's possible, but yet I'm here to tell you from deeper down the canyon that elusive rock bottom, still a ways to go. So I thought this song was appropriate. We can rock out or not. I don't care. I'm going to be here at the other side because that's what we do here on The Box.